Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and on social media. Welcome to episode 215 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. Uh, Ray is not joining us today because he has entered busy season at work, but that's okay because I am joined by the wonderful Katie, who is on all of the shows. <laughs> I mean, How you doing, Katie? <laughs> I'm good. That's probably an accurate statement. Um, I'm on every podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> so you started with uh tea time with kitty and chelsea you then moved on to disney forever or did uh i can't stop loving k-pop come first i think it was the k-pop one first they were like and at the same time yeah they were pretty pretty close to one another and then and then you are you play beth on as the dice roll yes so you you really truly are <laughs> all of them. I'm a busy bee. Busy, busy. Well, I very much appreciate you joining us today. Um, I did not realize until a couple of months ago when we were talking um, Army of the Dead that you were a big zombie fan. I love zombie movies. They're great. Awesome. So um, if you didn't get the notice and you're this is the first time you're hearing about it, uh, we posted it on social media. But after Ray and I finished our... Um, Recording last week, we realized that we had said we were going to do some zombie content, and I got very excited. And so, um, the next, what did he say? Eight weeks, I think, <laughs> is nothing but zombie stuff. We're going to do a full zombie, um, I guess, like primer, so that you know all your all your zombie movies and fiction going into the Halloween season. That's a lot. It's a lot it of a stuff. Lot. It's a lot of stuff, but and it, and it just it's funny. It like scrapes the surface. There's so much out there. I know, but you picked the good ones, so it's totally fine. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Um, but before we get to that, um, well, let's do some weekly geekery. What have you been geeking out about this week, Katie? Um, well, it's my birthday week. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I'm turning 35. It's very exciting. It's a good age. It's a good age. Um, I went miniature golfing. I don't know if this counts as geekery, but it's what I did. Um, I went miniature golfing. It was really hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> so what's really hot for, for where you're at? Because you're on look, the other side of the mountains from I am. Look, it's really hot for me. I wasn't talking about like literally melting being outside in the sun. Oh, it's it's no judgment. I'm just curious as to what your weather's like over there right now. Um, it's, is it as humid as it is out here? Yeah, so it was really humid. So it was like 97 um, where I was. And then it was humid. And because we were at a miniature golf course, there was like water. So half my friends were getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea got bit twice within the span of like 10 minutes. She was like, look at my arm, look at my hand. And I was like, Chelsea, <laughs> I was like, stop being such a delicious morsel, apparently. <laughs> but uh, we had fun. I won, which is what matters. Um, and I've been doing, so I've been like watching Harry Potter movies for no reason, just cause. Nice. 
Um, so I've been like slowly just like watching all of them. I just watched the fifth one the other day. Uh, so I'll probably finish those up soon. So, and you've been going in order. Yeah. Well, they, they put them on HBO max, so I don't have to like pop my DVD in. Right, so. right, right. So it's very, like, now that we have all the streaming services, because I don't know about you, but we have a lot of streaming services over yeah. here. It's so easy to watch stuff. And sometimes you're just like, oh, I feel like this thing from 20 years ago. Let's, let's just see if it's available. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and then Chelsea and I did some geeking out about K-pop, because that's what we do. We went to Excellent. the K-pop store yesterday. There is a K-pop store? There's lots. There's three within a 10 mile radius of me oh wow yeah um there's this cool place in buena park called the source mm-hmm. and it's basically like a korean shopping center almost like a small mall so they have tons of different like korean stores like pastry stores uh skincare places makeup clothing all kinds of stuff and then they have two k-pop stores there oh wow yeah it's kind of crazy that it's gotten so big that it can support like (laughs) the same saturation as starbucks (laughs) it's it's getting there i didn't think about it until recently that i'm surrounded by three because i used to go to just one that was in that was in koreatown and but Mm -hmm. within five miles of each other there's two of those in koreatown but it makes sense in koreatown for it to be that way but like it's weird that there's three within a 10 mile radius of me which is weird yeah that's kind of nuts yeah so yeah i spent a bunch of money on stuff didn't really need but gotta get them photo cards though (laughs) it's like collecting pokemon cards except they're boy bands matt uh ray and i were just talking about that was it last week um, at our break or something, we we used to collect the Marvel cards, mm-hmm. um, and and I still have binders of them somewhere. Where it's just kind of like, yeah, I t- so I totally get the collecting of cards. Chelsea went to a comic book store to buy like the top loader card protectors, mm-hmm. um, and she went in there and the guy behind the counter was like, oh, are you buying these for Yu-Gi-Oh cards? And she was like, uh, no. No, I'm not. And then if she was like, if he's going to ask me, I was going to be like, yeah, Pokemon cards. That's absolutely what I buy. <laughs> I was like, Chelsea, just own it. You're buying them for K-pop. K-pop photo cards, girl. Just tell them. Yeah. Did she? Or did she? No. No, no, no. So. She just like walked out after she made her purchase. She was like, well, I'm not going there. You, you don't need to know why I'm buying. Why, why do you care? I <laughs> Go read your comic books. Exactly. I hate that when they're like, so what are you getting these for? And I'm like, none of your damn business, bro. When in all reality, they just wanted to connect with a human being over something that they're geeky about. Exactly. If it's Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I have so many conversations to have with you. Exactly. And she just like, she just like ripped his heart out. She's like, not a collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> no, she was just like simply like, no, no, that's not what these are for. He goes, oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure because those are a different size. I wanted to make sure you're going to get the right size. And she's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and then left. <laughs> but yeah Uh, that's that's like it my life is like k-pop and work that's like it nice well not that the work like i think i've just definitively decided that adulting's not for me and i want a refund 
You know, when they told us when we were kids, they were like, being an adult is going to be so cool. You can go to bed when you want, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but nobody told me about bills. <laughs> bills are what get you. <laughs> being tired all the time. Everything hurts. You wake up. You're like, oh, I slept wrong. Now I can't walk. <laughs> Like, they don't tell you about all that and having to deal with people all the time. Mm -mm. No, people are the worst part of adulting. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I mean, I work from home most of the time. So I like never leave my house. So I've basically become a hermit at this point. So like going out in public, I'm like, (laughs) people. Uh, you know, I, I hear you. I hear you. I like today. Somebody was like, Hey, Mr. Hogan, do you wish we could go back on, uh, uh, on online learning and in many ways I don't because it's very hard to teach drama online. And then there are some times where like, I miss waking up, rolling out of bed and walking over to my computer. And that's the extent of my day. Like, <laughs> can we shut down again for a couple, just for a couple of weeks to like get a little bit of a break and then we can go back. <laughs> you were like, I'm just so exhausted. I really am. I really, really. Am. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I get that. All day long, get that. There was so many people at the at miniature golf yesterday, and then it was like, mm, there's a lot of people not wearing masks. And then I was like, oh yeah, Orange County <laughs> makes a lot of sense <laughs> behind the orange curtain. I was like, ooh, yeah. My friend Brian was like, why are there so many people not wearing masks? And I was like, bro, do you know where you are? <laughs> I was like, come on, yeah, yeah. Um, did you get to see what if this week? No, I'm behind by like, so the last episode I watched was the Dr. Strange one. Okay. So I'm behind, I think one or two. No, that's just one. You just missed this week's. Okay. So I'm behind by one episode. Um, I've been really bad about watching shows because all I do is sit there and like watch Korean dramas and then don't watch anything. (laughs) (laughs) I did finish like two dramas in like the last week. So. Well, you'll definitely want to to watch this one because it's the Marvel zombie one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I wanted to watch and I still haven't watched it because I watched it with my roommate. So um, unless we're like feeling like feeling like watching TV, mm-hmm. uh, we haven't watched it yet. Like we caught up the other day and we were like, you know, what? I'm going to go to bed. This Doctor Strange episode was real intense. <laughs> it was. It was an intense episode. But I, I got it. Did you ever read the Marvel zombie comic book? I, my comic book reading is extremely limited to like Captain America. That's well, well, don't, don't bother. Cause it's terrible. Mm. It's absolutely terrible. Perfect. I, won't bother then. Yeah. And I won't like, they were talking zombies. Like if you've got talking zombies, you're doing zombies wrong. But, um, but the, what if fixed it completely and it, it is an actually very good episode and it's what I wanted Marvel zombies to be. Oh, well, okay then. Perfect. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good what if episode. It's an excellent. It's, uh, they 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 did their zombies good. Thank goodness. <laughs> I also got um I got an iPad Pro this week. Ooh, fancy. We are we are not sponsored by iPad Pro. I'm just I'm just exa- I'm just excited about it. Mm. Um, I've I I've been sketching a lot of stuff in my stagecraft class. And it got me wanting to do art a little bit again, because I used to, when I was in like high school, draw and stuff. And I see all these people doing this really cool stuff on Procreate. It's fun. It's like, 
I can do stuff that I, I look like a real artist. <laughs> it's, it's really easy. It's like, okay, now I want to watch all these like drawing tutorials on online and like rebuild my, my drawing talent. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of days when I'm not trying to get a new show up and running at school. Also started another podcast. You also started another podcast? No, I'm saying like in between you trying to start other podcasts. Oh, yes. No, I'm not going to start anything. I like, I can't start any more podcasts. <laughs> I, I mean, can't keep up with the ones I have now. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like Chelsea and I spent all day together yesterday and I was like, girl, can we like record for the Tuesday show like Monday because I'm too tired. I also didn't watch anything that had to do with our podcast. And she goes, right. oh, yeah. She's like, I have stuff to do tonight. <laughs> like t- like Sunday, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. understand. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I even went into this going, okay, no matter how well this goes, we cannot start a zombie podcast. Just don't even, just, like, just don't just get it out of your mind. You talked about it hardcore in DMs. You were like, we should start this show, and I'm like, but do you have time? Yeah, that. Well, the good thing would be that it would be just no. I'm not even going to say the good thing because don't that would it. give me don't reasons. No, no, no. We're we're going to move on. We're gonna all move cons. On. All cons, no pros. There's no <laughs> pros cons, to no an ad- there's no pros to an additional podcast because like no. this is this is half half going to be a new show anyway because it's me just being on another podcast. Yeah, for for a couple of weeks, <laughs> for a good solid chunk, <laughs> for like a month. It's like a month, maybe two. Pla- oh god, two months. <laughs> two months. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. We get along. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, she ooh that that um was like yeah whatever. <laughs> what? No, we definitely get along. Come on, we get along. She's like okay, sure, sure, buddy. <laughs> we have to get along because I need to come hang out with you guys again at your home and play with Ollie because you do you required. Do. Ollie Ollie needs Ollie needs constant attention. He has been <laughs> he gets spoiled by his nana. And then mm-hmm. comes here and throws little tantrums because we don't spoil him as much as she does. And it's becoming a problem. <laughs> I will be happy to come bother him for an extended period of time. Excellent. Excellent. When it's yeah, not need- hot. If that's yeah, oh, God. We've got to get through. The, the heat is terrible. It's awful. The heat is absolutely terrible. Like one of my kids came in. She goes, can it please be December for lots of reasons, but mostly I'm tired of heat. Like the kids just melt at lunch. It's terrible. Ugh, no, thank you. No. Alrighty. Well, that that is our <laughs> that is our weekly geekery. <laughs> um, we're gonna go take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk all about Night of the Living Dead, both both the nineteen sixty eight version and the nineteen ninety version, and we'll be back. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. 
Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. And we're back. And since this is the first episode of a bunch of zombie episodes, um, I thought we could talk about some of the things that we expect in our zombie. Because every, everybody's a little bit different with their zombies. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Have likes and dislikes. So what is your, A, how did you get into zombies? And B, what are like your expectations or must have in a good zombie movie? I was thinking about this. Um... Because zombie movies have changed so much over time, mm-hmm. right? Which we'll see as we like progress through the all of these movies. Um, I can't remember the first zombie movie that I've seen. I feel like I've seen the nineteen. I like one of the first ones I actually saw was the Night of Living Dead nineteen ninety one because it seems mm-hmm. super familiar. Yeah. Um, but I like the. It depends on the thing. So, like overall, like as a whole um, with zombies, like the no talking thing makes a lot of sense. The slow walking is absolutely killer. So like none of that, (laughs) (laughs) like it is killing me. Oh, you Um, don't like the slow zombies? No, I don't like the slow zombies, but also like there's a certain level of like zombie ability. And I feel like in certain movies, I was like, like that zombie is sprinting faster than any known human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it has to be like a mid mid level zombie. Like it can't be super fast. It can't be super slow. Yeah. Like a mid level of like stagger staggerness, like enough to where like it could catch up to you if you're like running, mm-hmm. but not like sprint zombies of like one of the movies we're going to talk about. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure you know what movie I'm referring to. Well, there's there's a couple. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple with sprinting zombies. <laughs> yeah. Um like the eating of the brains thing makes total sense. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those are that's pretty pretty on the level. I mean, I mean, I do enjoy a good zombie romance, which we'll get to. Yes, we've got a couple of those coming up. Uh, I'm very excited. I I'm is there another one on our list? Like besides uh, well, a, a pro- apparently Little Monsters is a rom-com, which I haven't seen it yet. I'm so excited. I'm really excited about that one. That one looked good in the movies and I don't know why I never saw it. I think it was because it was in my no zombies phase. Oh my god. Um, I will say that like one of the things that I watched that actually like got me to like I think completely love zombie movies was a show, a British TV show called in the flesh okay Um, i've heard i think i had a friend who who was encouraging me to watch that is it good it's very good it's uh it's a zombie show but they like get reintegrated into society because they become zombies that can communicate and Mm -hmm. function because of a like vaccine or a like uh drug that they can be given that basically turns them Gives them back their like original personality, but they're still a zombie. Gotcha. Um, it's also a like there is a wonderful um, gay romance that happens in it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> so excellent. 
it's it's such a good show. It was not on for very long. I think it's like two or three seasons, and then like that's it. But now, did it come to an actual conclusion, or did it just stop? It just stopped. I think it got canceled. Damn it. I know. It's so frustrating because, like, the way the story was going, it just sort of ends, and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, so you never find out, like, what really happens. Yeah. So. That's so frustrating. But but the fact that it has a gay romance in it, I might be able to, to convince my husband that that needs to go on our list. It's so good. So good. Highly recommend. So for me, um, I think the first zombie movie I ever saw was the 1990 Night of the Living Dead. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that was the first one. And then I went back and like I didn't realize there were two. And then I started watching the 19... 19- like I saw it was on TV or something and I saw the 1968 one and I was like, what is this? This is not what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And for those of you who don't know, um, the 1968 version is actually not copyrighted. The distributor made a mistake with the copyright. And so you could like frame by frame recreate night of the living dead, the 1968 version and nobody could sue you because it is uncopyrighted. Maybe that's why it's all over YouTube. Oh, it is. It is exactly. That is exactly why. Um, mm. But I, I am what a little bit of a zombie snob. I, I, my zombies cannot talk. Like talking zombies, unless you can, like if you could justify it, maybe. But I haven't seen a good one where talking zombies that they just don't work for me. Um, a lot of people are like fast zombies, slow zombies. I tend to like. And I think the second Dawn of the Dead has it with this kind of rule. It's like the fresher they are, the faster they are. Like if they've just died and they're not really beaten up, then they can kind of move at a regular human pace. But then as they kind of decay and get beaten up, they slow down. Okay. That, that makes more of more sense. Like, because I feel like a zombie shouldn't just all of a sudden develop super fast abilities just because they're like, because they're dead. They're reanimated. Like, why are they now Hussein Bolt? Like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think part of the idea is is that they can't feel pain anymore, so their body is not restricted. I've heard that explanation for fast zombies. Um, but, But, yeah, I agree. I feel like... Really, really like super superpower zombies. Like if they weren't superpowered before, they shouldn't be superpowered now. Accurate. Yeah. Um, I like my zombie movies. Have to have something more than just horror violence. Like it should be. If it's not going to be a genre film like comedy or romance or something like that, which if you had told me twenty years ago that that was a possibility I would have been like, you're ridiculous. But I went to go see warm bodies. This is going to be the worst movie ever. And I left going, that was a really solid zombie movie. Right. So good. I cannot wait until we cover warm bodies because I will fight anyone who says that is not a good zombie movie. I will join you in that fight because (laughs) I've literally read the book and watched the movie and accidentally met the producer of that film. Nice. How do you accidentally meet a producer? (laughs) Okay. 
uh, story time. I was sitting at a Coco's in Anaheim uh, after work because I had flashback practice, which is like uh, when I was doing the big musical show thing that they did for cast members. Mm-hmm. And I was participating in that. So I was like killing time before I had to go to rehearsal. I was eating at Coco's and I was reading Warm Bodies and I was sitting there and this lady kept staring at me from like the booth next to mine. And, and she just like kept looking at me and I was like, what? And she was like, she was like, hi, my husband produced that movie. And he like turns around and looks at me and he was like, hi. And I was like, (laughs) cool. That's, that's really awesome. The movie was really great. And I'm like, this is really weird. (laughs) (laughs) It was super uncomfortable. It was really funny, but she was so excited about the whole thing. I was like, all right. That's kind of, that's kind of adorable. Like. The wife's all proud. <laughs> she was so proud. I think it's because she'd never seen anyone like in the wild reading that book before. There, there must have been conversations where she was like, "Well, nobody's like nobody's going to come see this." <laughs> I mean, it's a zombie romance movie. Probably, it's a it's a big push, like a big stretch. Yeah, yeah, I can see people. Who, well, I mean, I was one of those. I was like, "This is like, no, why? Why would you do this?" Because um, it's amazing. Oh no, it was very well done. Like I said, I cannot wait until we cover that. But um, but yeah, so I think those are kind of my my rules for it. Like if they if they're not going to be a zombie romance or comedy or have something like a different genre to them, then they need to have some sort of social commentary to them. Mm-hmm. Um, because really, zombie movies aren't about zombies. They're the people. They're about the people trying to survive the zombies. The zombies are just a plot device to get to the drama of the characters that's for for me that's that's a good what a good zombie movie means and some really good jump out scares <laughs> those are def that's definitely a, a must we gotta have the screaming of the oh my god <laughs> well, okay all right so talking about screaming what did you think about had, had this been the first time you'd seen the 1968 version uh yes i believe so yeah and what did you think um, I have some thoughts. I even took notes because there was a lot of things happening. Um, yeah, I finally got to hear the line. They're coming for you, Barbara. Yeah, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Um, I just felt like so in this movie, there was like a lot of weird things going on. Like them zombies were real determined. <laughs> <laughs> like the one that was trying to eat her in the car. Uh huh. He's like, I'm gonna get in this car, and I'm like, you're a real aggressive zombie. Like, give it up, bro. She's like gone. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> um, I Barbara was so like, I don't know what to think about her character. Barbara was definitely a product of the time this movie was filmed. Okay, that's that's extremely accurate because there was a whole lot of just like. Her being the whole like damsel in distress thing. Yeah, yeah. But also being like extremely over dramatic about it. Well, and she she's I mean, you could even tell that the style of acting was still a little bit of that studio Atlantic uh accent mm-hmm. uh, or the, the Atlantic dialect, very like over the top kind of acting that it was just starting to come out of the about you know it was 68 so they're just starting to come out of that era of 
of acting style. So, you know, it's not completely her fault and it's not exactly the director's fault, but the writing for Barbara was terrible because all it is is her basically being comatose for the entire movie. Seriously. And then like that one part where she was like screaming way too much and mm-hmm. when he like hauled off and like slapped her to get her to stop screaming, I was like you really shouldn't slap people, but also please make her shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, and then, I mean, I don't know how much you know about the history of that movie, but it was very controversial that, A, the lead in an all-white cast was a black man. Yep. And the fact that a black man slapped a white woman. I'm not surprised about there being a lot of controversy over that. Um, it right. is 68. <laughs> it is 68. And on top of that... Um, the, the reviews for this movie, like it was very much a pop hit with the young crowd, but like even variety was like, this is terrible. This shows like the, the downfall of society norms because of the, the, just the, the grotesqueness of it all about like people eating other people and, like they threw a they threw a fit and it's like oh if you only knew what's going to come in the next 30 to 40 years <laughs> if you only knew what would be on the film screen yeah i was talking so i was talking to my dad about this movie because my dad has seen it a bunch of times i think he saw it in the theater oh wow like when it came out in 68 and so my dad was telling me that that they that when the movie originally was coming out i think it was supposed to be in color um, but because of the grotesqueness and all of the like blood, they changed it to black and white so that they wouldn't get an X rating. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that. I had heard that they did it to cut costs, but possible. Um, also. yeah. So I also like, okay. So Rob sometimes, uh, f- made a comment that he once met, uh, Johnny who mm-hmm. says the famous line, I'm coming to get you, Barbara in uh at a comic convention once and said tell me a story about the set and apparently that car that she drives into a tree mm-hmm. was never supposed to hit the tree <laughs> oh my god can you imagine being on set be all right well turn barbara turn the turn the wind turn oh god <laughs> well i hope we got that because that's the only take we're getting it was one of those like we can't afford to buy another car or fix that so that's what's happening now (laughs) (laughs) so that is it (laughs) wow um i did like the fact that we had um i forget the other woman's name i need to pull up the imdb so i can actually speak intelligently about this um the so the whole story, for those of you who don't know, is you've got Barbara and her brother Johnny who are dropping off a um, little flower thing. It's like this really sad little flower thing that it's they're dropping sad. on. Yeah, that they're dropping on a um, on a grave at a cemetery that's like way out of their way, but their mother wants. I, I think it's either their father or their uncle, somebody that they're supposed to go uh, see and visit on his birthday. And so while they're there, uh, he gets attacked by a zombie and we're pretty sure he's dead. And she goes running away and gets herself into a house that um, had zombies in it. But I don't know exactly where the zombies went (laughs) because they're not in the house anymore. 
Nope. Um, and then the the zombies keep trying to get in, and then Ben, um, our hero, comes in and basically tries to get her to tell him what's going on. Is this your house? And Barbara has lost the ability to speak. She has not, however, lost the ability to scream. Oh, my God. Nope. Nope, she has not. <laughs> she comatose, but for, she for can most react. Of it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so this is basically the basic plot. And then, you know, they decide that they're going to board up the windows and try and hunker down. Nobody really knows what's going on. And one of the best scares, like once you know it's coming, it's not scary anymore. It it even ruins it for like the 1990 version. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, there, there turns out to be people in the basement that are hiding out as well, and it's a gr- that's a great scare. Like you're like, oh god, something's at the basement. Yeah, it's just more people. Um, but it's a uh, a young young guy and his um girlfriend and then a man his wife and his daughter the daughter is sick and we later learn that she has been bitten by a zombie oh yeah the moment they were like she got bit by one of those things and i was like she gonna turn into a zombie and gonna <laughs> kill somebody and these people aren't ready for that well this is such a big thing because it's like this movie basically set the rules for the genre okay like if you get bit you turn Okay. Um, what else? You have to you have to destroy the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, it zombies in this movie are afraid of fire, which I don't see in a lot of other um, movies. I think that one kind of falls away. Um, trying to think if there's any other um, rules or tropes that that get established in this one. I don't. They definitely changed some stuff, though, because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you when those people were like hiding in that house, they were like, "We gotta board up these windows and hide from the zombies." I was like, "Yeah, but they're gonna know where you are because you're making the most noise on the entire planet right now." Well, right, but it's funny because they don't establish that in the 1968 version, but in the 1990 version, they make a point to point out that it's the hammering that draws the zombies attention. Yeah. Cause they were making, I, like that was the first thing that I noticed. And they were like, we need to board these windows. And I was like, first of all, it's going to take the way these zombies are walking. It's going to take them three days to get to this house. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, y'all are making so much noise. You might as well just open the door. Right. Right. Um, so, there, okay, so there's one thing that I remember from this movie that I was kind of like, all right, that was gratuitous. And I I don't ever think of George Romero as being somebody who is gratuitous in his depictions. But we got the gratuitous boob shot. Oh, yeah, because there was like randomly naked zombies. Right, which, I mean... Realistic, sure, but not necessarily necessary for <laughs> for this situation. It's like, why is there one random naked woman zombie? Like, <laughs> but also, what you was know the point what? Of that? 
You know what, though? I think in like a big chunk of zombie movies that there is at least one naked person somewhere. Yes, and it's always either a naked woman or, uh, you know, for the for the boob shot or it's a, a fat naked man for the funny. Yeah, because even in um in Resident Evil Extinction, there was like the the naked lady in the bat in the motel that they stop at. I don't know that I've seen that one. The Resident Evil ones I've kind of, I've watched a few, but I have not made it a point to watch a lot of those. I love, I love Resident Evil. That's the third one. The third one where it's like, uh, basically like the world is just zombie people at that point. I'll have to check that one out. Um, So yeah, so the people in the basement are Tom and Judy. They're a young, um, I think, Boyfriend, girlfriend, I don't think they're actually married. And then um, Harry and Helen Cooper. And Harry is the asshole character that every zombie movie has to have. I hate that dude so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, we're we're giving away plot stuff here because this movie is from 1968. And we're not spoiling anything because every zombie movie pretty much ends with – Everybody dead. This one actually literally ended with everyone dead, which was, I was not expecting, um, for Ben to die to be honest. Well, let's, let's talk about how he died because it's a little bit, um, effed up. Well, very effed up. But again, that's where that zombie as social commentary thing comes in. Um, they, they board up the house, uh, things don't go well. They eventually uh, get overwhelmed, and uh, that again, you get a lot of the the tropes. You get the zombies coming through the windows. You get the person being sucked out of the windows by zombies, mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to Shaun of the Dead, because <laughs> oh Shaun of the God, Dead yeah. was like, how many zombie tropes can we fit into one movie? And it's amazing. <laughs> um. So, so at the end, the only, the last person standing is Ben Mm -hmm. and he goes out and at the end, uh, like through the movie, we've seen little clips of like the zombie hunting squad. It's just like a whole bunch of Bubba's like running around in their pickup trucks, killing zombies and like piling up and burning them. Yep. And they go driving up and he comes running out of the house and they shoot him thinking he's a zombie. He didn't even make it out of the house. He was like, they shot him through the window. Yeah. Yeah. They saw him and, and they're like, okay, done. And he had a gun in his hand too, which they could clearly see. And they were just like, oh, zombie. And like shot him. And I was like, what the heck? Which of course, again, is very telling. And I, uh, George Romero insists that this movie was not written for a black lead actor that mm-hmm. he just did the best job in the auditions. And so that's who he wanted. Um, but it definitely is, especially when you look at it in 2021, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, Hmm, random black guy getting shot because he's holding a gun. Quote unquote. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not so, great. yeah. So that's the 1968 version. I think like overall, I, I actually enjoyed it this time more than I think I have in the past, just because I kind of 
was looking for all of the little pieces of zombie movie that we got get later on. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel it was very, I don't know, what did you think about it overall? Um, I mean, it was definitely a solid beginning to, like, the zombie movie genre, for sure. Um, because you can see a lot of elements in later movies that pull from the original, like that have stuck throughout time pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a solid start. I don't, I mean, it's a sixties movie, which I mean, like, uh, void and I are still stuck in the sixties for Disney forever. So like sixties movies, like it's very clear that it's like a movie of its time. Right. Um, right. for a lot of things, especially in the way that Harry treats his wife. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then even in the 90s one, we see the same kind of behavior. But it's totally not. (laughs) It's totally not okay by then. Well, yeah. (laughs) Not that it was ever okay, but you can tell the director's like, this is not okay. There need to be consequences. Yeah. But like, it's very clear that like some of the, like the ways that people felt about things and treated people was very clear in this movie because it's a movie of its time. Yeah. Um. So like that stuff didn't age well, but it was cool seeing like all of the different elements that have survived throughout time coming out of just this one movie. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely like a lot of, a lot of top zombie movie lists put it at number one, simply because it is the genre establishing movie. It makes sense. Um, it also gets um, replaced on a lot of lists by the next Romero movie, which is Dawn of the Dead. Gotcha. Which is, have you ever seen the original I 1978 version? I haven't seen oh. the original one. I've seen the 2004 one, though. Okay. So the original one is excellent. It is by, like, it, it, it tops top zombie movie lists constantly. It is okay. a very, very good one. I'm excited. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, so then, so then they remake it in 1990 and it's written again by George Romero. So in the original one, George Romero, and I forget the other guy who wrote it. Um, looking, 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 uh, John a Russo, uh, the two of them wrote the screenplay and, uh, the 1990 version, uh, Romero redoes the screenplay for like a more modern aesthetic and audience and basically kind of just updates everything, but it's directed by the guy who does all the special effects and makeup in the original. That's super cool. Yeah. And so let's talk about some of the differences between the two, because it is for the most part at its bones. It is the same movie. Yes. First of all, I I said to Lyle on Slack that I want the 1990s um, Barbara in the 1968 movie. That would make up almost perfect movie for me. Barbara in this one, such a badass. It's such a complete 180 from his, like... Like her original character. Her original character is literally non-functioning for most of the movie. And she, in this one, not that at all. No, not that at all. In fact, she almost goes a little too far in the other direction where she's like, they're really, she even says, like you, you mentioned it will take them three days to get to the house. She's like, 
they're really slow. We could just walk around them. Like, yeah. this is like, let's just go. And, and it, it was interesting because I, I remembered parts of each of the movie and I kind of struck them together because I always thought that Ben was always kind of the Ben from the first movie. Mm-hmm. But in the second movie, he's not much better than Cooper. They're both really bad. Like him and Cooper are both the like kind of overly masculine, like jughead types. They yeah. Just, like don't think and just are you all the time. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. The director is Tom Savini and Tom Savini does all the special effect makeup back then. Like that was his, that was his thing. Gotcha. Um, so that's usually, this is usually Ray's like strong point cause he follows directors and everything. So mm-hmm. he's always got all this queued up where he's like, okay, so this is the, this is who did what, um, any other changes that really stood out for you? Um, the screaming was now the like other chick. Like the other yes. girl, like who, I don't, Judy, what's her name? Judy? Judy. Yeah, Judy. Oh my God. When she was screaming, when they were coming through the, the window, I was like, well, somebody please shut her up. I don't care how. <laughs> but in all fairness to her, she screamed, but she also kept working. <laughs> she did. I appreciate that. But also shut up. In in this movie, everybody, except for the Coopers, are contributing to nailing up the the boarding at the windows where in the original um, it was just Ben and uh, Tom, I think is the other guy's name. Yes. The one who becomes a uh, crispy human being. Yeah. So, so one of the, one of the plot points in both movies is that they, they have Ben's truck, but they can't, it's out of gas, but there's a gas pump on the property. So they just have to find the key to the gas pump because it's locked up. And so um, in both movies that goes horribly wrong and uh, Tom and Judy get blown up and like fried in like very different manners. Okay. Because in the first one, they like, they got the wrong keys in both. And then in that one, Ben is the one who shoots the lock off of the gas pump, which is already a stupid idea in the first place. But when uh, Tom pulls the thing out, he's like already holding the thing down. So he like sprays gas everywhere, catches the car on fire, and then they try to drive away. And then the gas tank explodes and kills them both. In this one, I was sitting there watching it and he just like, he's like, oh, the lock's not working. I'm just going to blow a giant hole in this where we have a giant torch also in the back of the truck. And then they just get, they just die horribly. <laughs> Yeah, like it's like it doesn't just catch the the car on fire and blow up. It it blows up the entire gas tank. So it's this huge ball of flame just comes shooting up. I was just like, you guys, like the fact that he was like, I'm going to shoot this thing. And I'm like, no, you're an idiot. And I'm like, mm, yep, you dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like the fact that when Barbara gets to the house, there's zombies in it because I never understood in the first one why, like, you, you, in the first one, she finds this, like, dead body up on the landing and mm-hmm. the, um, it's like the face has been eaten off. So it's just a skeletal whatever. And I think it's supposed to be a woman. Um, but I'm like, well, why doesn't it reanimate? Like, what happened? Like, it doesn't show why. Where 
anything that hasn't reanimated in this house in the 1990 version, like they explain why. Mm-hmm. There's actually a little bit more story to it as opposed to just random abandoned house. Mm-hmm. Um, other changes. Uh, the the big change is in the 78 version. The Cooper gets eaten by his daughter, right? When she reanimates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, his whole thing throughout both movies is he wants to lock himself in the basement. And Ben's like, that's a stupid idea because then you're bottled in. And if they get in, you're done. Um, in the first movie, I'm like right with Ben because I feel like, you know, he's, he's got a good handle on things. And the second one, I'm like, well, your plan's not all that great either. You're not doing a, you're doing a crap job <laughs> boarding up these windows. I just, I would like to point out that there was an excessive amount of just random boards and stuff just like laying around that house that was like oh convenient Mm." yeah (laughs) um so in the first one um the only one to survive like barbara gets sucked out the window by zombie hands um usually by um she gets sucked out by by her brother johnny who's finally reanimated and made it to the house three days later um yep and uh the you know the the two youngins get blown up and then the couple gets eaten by their daughter and ben gets shot by the the bubba's that are rounding up zombies so that's how the first one goes and the second one um ben and cooper have a full on shootout um uh, because ben kills the daughter before she can eat cooper and or before she can eat Barbara, he really doesn't care about Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ben goes down into the cellar because he's being overrun by zombies. It's the only place to go. Cooper goes up the stairs and finds an attic and hides in the attic. Barbara goes like, screw y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a stupid idea from the beginning. And literally walks past the zombies like she had said she was going to do at the beginning of the movie. And you know, it's the whole thing that you're you're also going to get a little bit of survival guide from us folks, because if there is ever a zombie apocalypse, we, we want you to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole problem with zombies, especially if you're dealing with the slow ones, is not that they are going to catch you and eat you on an individual basis. It's the fact that they swarm. Mm-hmm. So as long as you can get around one or two zombies, you're probably fine. You just have to be careful that you don't get caught in a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So she makes herself uh, her way out. Uh, she finds the band of Bubba's that are rounding up zombies. And uh, when she gets back to the house, they find Ben who has reanimated and he's in the cellar. And so they kill him. And then Cooper comes down and only Barbara sees Cooper. And he's like, you came back for us. You came back for us. And then she shoots him in the head and goes, found another one. And, uh, and that's how it ends. And so you actually have Barbara survive in the first, in the second one, where in the first one, she's just a big mess. Yeah. But it was super satisfactory to watch her shoot him in the face. Wasn't it like, like I, I think it's such, it's a, it's such a great way to pay homage to the first one where somebody living gets killed at the end because they're a quote unquote, a zombie. Um, but makes it much more satisfying because you were not supposed to like Cooper. 
if no. you like Cooper and you identify with Cooper, <laughs> we cannot be friends. No, we cannot talk because that man is a sexist controlling pig. Yes, both you know slaps his wife. Although in the second one, <laughs> Helen gets Helen gets a little violent with him too. She's like, "Oh, you didn't just slap me!" <laughs> oh my god, I have like Helen. Helen was much more like, "I want to help, whatever." And he goes, "No, you're going to get back in the basement. Do what I'm telling you." And she's like, "I'm not doing a damn thing." <laughs> <laughs> and he like slaps her, and she's just like, "Excuse me, <laughs> like you yeah. did not." Just put your hand on me. I thought she was going to kill him herself. Uh, and that would that would be the the second most satisfying way for him to go. Yes, I do like that they they did change how Helen dies because in the original one, somehow the daughter is like, "I'm not going to eat her. I'm just going to stab her to death with this spade thing." And it was like a super over dramatic like death scene for Helen. Mm-hmm. In this one, like her daughter just eats her, which just makes it more zombie-esque rather than her. But like, I love, I love the fact that the blood squirts across a spade. Yes. Like, like there's so much, you almost have to watch these two back to back because there's so many references in the second one to the first one mm-hmm. that you're just kind of like, you, you can like very rarely do you see movies remade by the same people where they can be nostalgic about some of the mistakes that they made in the first one. That's probably why they did that because they were like, mm, she's a zombie. She wouldn't use a weapon mm-hmm. because you don't see that at all in a lot of them. Because like in the original one, when the zombie first attacks Barbara in, in the cemetery, it uses like a brick or a rock to break the window. Right. Whereas in this one, it just uses its brute strength to break through the window. Right. Which makes more sense than it picking up a tool. Although, as is this, you haven't seen any other Romero zombie movies, have you? No, I don't think so. Okay, so you're going to see the evolution of zombies over the course of um, this movie, or these movies, the trilogy, and it, it's interesting. It's very, it's a very different take on zombies by the time we get to Land of the Dead. I think we're doing Land of the Dead. Did we decide we're doing Land of the Dead? I don't know, but we're not doing Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and there's a level of disappointment that I have. Is there a is there a movie version of that? Hell yeah, there is. How did I not know that? You didn't know that? No, we may have to switch something out. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is legit. Like it's like the 2005 Pride and Prejudice for me is like number one, right? With Keira Knightley, and then that next one is right under it because it's way better than it really deserves to be. Okay, so I may have to I may have to throw that in. I also know that there's a um at least an audiobook. I don't know if it became a movie, but there's um, Abraham Lincoln Zombie Hunter. It's Vampire Hunter. Oh, Vampire Hunter. Yeah, there's a there's book. There's a and Zombie a movie. Hunter version. I don't. I don't know. There might be like another one because like the that whole series had like it was um, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and then there was like Sense and Sea Monsters. <laughs> which was like another Jane Austen book and then Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Excellent. You really need to watch that one because uh, all right, we need to we will we'll revise our list because I'm not necessarily like really anxious to watch Land of the Dead again. Although it is the better version of Army of the Dead. Did you watch Army of the Dead? No, my unfortunately, I'm really into zombie movies, but my zombie movie watching is not 
as extensive. Like, basically, like, on our list, from, like, a certain point down, I've seen all of them. Gotcha. But I didn't watch a lot of, like, the earlier films. Um. Okay, we'll we'll switch that one out because yeah, the 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 whole reason why we started this is that I made the mistake of watching Army of the Dead gotcha. because I love zombie movies and this was this was a Zack Schneider um, zombie yes. movie. So, <laughs> which you know, when you find out that he did the second the the remake of Dawn of the Dead, like you would think it would be okay, but it was not. Oh, it was not. I didn't That's know what he did this remake of Zombie or Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and I think it was again. He had people going, "No, no, Zach, you you can't do that. You need to no." <laughs> Look at us planning the podcast on the podcast, which is so on brand for me. Hey, that works. <laughs> um, okay, so any other any other bits and pieces of these two movies? I think the social commentary for this film circles a lot around the Bubba's. For yeah, because, sure. Yeah, because at the end of the 1990 version, they're like, um, you know, they're like dog fighting with them and they've got them strung up and they're shooting them and like. It's, it's awful. Yeah, it's it's very inhumane. And I mean, not that, I mean, they're, they're zombies. So it's. It's not like the zombies feel anything, but at the same time, it's just very disrespectful and needlessly violent. And um, and Barbara says, we, "We're them, and they're us. Like you know, yep. they're they're killing us, and we're just as bad as they are." It's it's really it's really a very strong, obvious social commentary on the the violence of the human being. Yeah, because she's, like, visibly, like, just distressed because of, like, what's going on and just disgusted with the behavior of all of the people at that location because they're just, like, yelling and they're, like, like shooting at them. And there's, like, different levels of, like, different people, right? Because there's, like, the bikers and then there were, like, the people who, who live in the country and then there's, like the the like the sheriff and then like all these different things and just like these people are awful i was like you think the zombies are bad at least they like are you know honest about what they want they just want to eat you these people are just awful yeah yeah it's pretty bad um the and and then what i thought was very telling and i guess this is this is after hearing all the stories about me too and everything mm-hmm. the the bubbas are like harassing her they're like what's your problem and she's like puts on this fake smile and she goes nothing this is kind of awesome yep. and i was like ooh that's just that's just i feel gross about that yeah there was still a lot of like there was still quite a bit of just like sexism stuff going on too in the 90s that isn't great and this movie calls out some of them which is yeah. good yeah no and and where it's very interesting because coming from something that was apparently not supposed to be social commentary i think george romero just can't help putting social commentary in his movies mm-hmm. because when we do dawn of the dead it's 78 and it's all about consumerism and it's very, very obviously about consumerism. Uh-huh. Um, so it's um, it's zombies at a mall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Zombies at the mall, yeah. 
Um, all right. So there's uh, a couple of segments that I want to add into this. And the first one is, Katie, how do you z- survive this zombie attack? You just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But say that you've waited too long. Like you, you listened to Ben's advice and Ben did not do a good job of um, boarding everything up. What, like you're stuck in this house. How do you survive this attack? Actually, I probably think that attic would have been a good choice Mm -hmm. because everyone's going to keep coming into the house. Right. And at least Mm -hmm. in the attic, there's probably access to the outside of the house, right? Like through a window or something up in the attic, it'll just be like easier to get out of the house versus like being down under it in the basement. Exactly. Um, Because everyone is not going to go upstairs. Probably they're going to stay downstairs trying to get into the door that they saw you go in. Right. Well, and I've always, I've always heard because when, um, back when Max Brooks did his zombie survival guide, a lot of people were like, all right, zombie survivalists, how do you, who's on your team? How do you, how do you survive the zombie apocalypse? And one of the things that I always heard you should do is blow out the stairs. Because Mm -hmm. if you can't, if you can get rid of the stairs, they can't get up to you. And you're basically, yes, you're, you're without food. Um, you're probably not without water immediately because there's probably a bathroom upstairs. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, if you have enough time to get some stockpile, some stuff up there, they can't get to you. Like they don't climb. Well, in early versions, they don't climb. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that a little later. Yeah. No, this is this is talking slow zombies. We'll we'll always we'll always change our strategy based on the zombies that we are dealing with in that particular movie. Yeah, I um, think yeah, definitely attic. And also like cuz I love the part where like Barbara was walking away and she was just like so upset and that one lady was holding the baby doll kept like coming towards her and she'd just push her. Mhm. She's like, "Get out of my face." I'm yeah. upset. Fine, I'm just going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah. Because again, early zombie Romero, early Romero zombies, they're very slow. They're very clumsy. Mm-hmm. You can knock them down. It's when you get three or four or five of them on you that you've got problems. Yes. And stay away from the teeth. Yes. <laughs> cool. Anything else about uh about Night of the Living Dead? Like overall, like how do you feel about? Like you, you really hadn't seen these before, and this is like where it started. Like, do you have any like overall impressions of this? Is our first dip into the zombie pool? It was, it was cool to watch them back to back to see how similar and how different they were at the same time, but also to see like the updates that they've made. Right, like when Barbara was just like comatose to being an actual like legitimate character, and being like the sole survivor of the whole thing was really great. Um. Like, I like that they they change things up a little bit to make it more, not realistic in that sense, but, like, make it more, like, make it make sense more. Right. Right. Um, definitely more, more awesome looking zombies. Definitely more, um, like, just story-wise, better makes more sense. So. Yes. Alrighty. Um, I did want to read something that Lyle posted. Um, okay. He said, I don't want to nerd out too hard on this film before everyone else watches it, but 
but something Ray said a while ago finally makes sense to me. The score really, really built a ton of tension in the 68 film. Like I was tense for probably 20 minutes after it was over. I really didn't know what to expect going in. And I tried to put myself in a place where I don't just know all these things about zombies and try to imagine this is the first time I'm seeing any of it. And I just don't have any more words. <laughs> I did put in my notes that the music is so good in the 68 one. Yeah. Yeah. Like the music really makes the movie for that one. It definitely does. Not so much the second one. There were a couple of moments where I was like, mm, I don't know. I like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little too, uh, th- th- this music, it's a little too boppy. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving forward with our, um, zombie movie rewatch we're coming back next week with both dawn of the deads so there is the 1994 snyder film and then the george romero 1978 version the 1978 version you can watch on youtube um it is i think that's the only place you can watch it right now and there's actually like a fan cut that takes all of the deleted scenes from like previous releases and puts them all together and that's one that's worth sitting through the like two hours of movie because it's a really 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 good movie um and then the snyder one even though i have very strong feelings about zach schneider um it is it is definitely an excellent film so i'm excited about these two mm-hmm. me too i'm excited to see the se- the 78 version and see how different it is from the and different and similar from the 2004 one which i've seen before yeah is that the 2000 or the the 2004 version had the is that where we first started getting faster zombies yeah because they were way faster in that one i think they peak speed in like 28 days later (laughs) Uh, yeah, 28 days later, it's just insane. Like, I remember... <laughs> I, I I remember going, what the hell? Like, no. Because, see, that's the good thing. Like, fat nerds like me, we can live... We can survive in a Romero zombie world. <laughs> we cannot... If we have to run, forget it. <laughs> it's yeah. Not happen. Yeah, I was... When I watched 28 Days Later, I was like, mm, me dying first. <laughs> <laughs> I, at that point, I'm just going to be like, just eat me. Cause I like, no, it's too far. I'm, I'm, I'm already winded. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. I get it. I get it. I be the same way. All right. So that's where we are for next week. Definitely. Um, uh, if you can watch those movies, awesome. Again, if you can't, you don't mind us spoiling for us, the, spoiling them for you. It's really not a big deal. Everybody always dies. Like if, if it's a, if it's a proper zombie movie, you can pretty much expect 90% if not more to die by the end of the movie. Accurate. Yeah. All right. Um any shout outs this week? Uh I forgot what we do in this one. Is it just me shouting myself out or other people? Other people. Like anybody you want to talk say hey about or you could do news too, like stuff that's going on with you. Um No, I don't weird. I don't have anything. No, no problem. I want to shout out to Lyle, who I feel like I have accidentally converted into a zombie maniac because he's like going full on zombie rewatch with us. I think he's going to beat us to most of these movies. He bought all of them. Like every single movie we're going to (laughs) watch. I think he got some from the library. 
Okay. So that helps because yeah. I would have felt bad if he just went out and spent like, you know, hundreds of dollars on zombie movies. <laughs> I think he gladly would have though. Yeah. It makes me happy that we have, we have introduced zombie culture to, to somebody else. And hopefully the rest of you are, are enjoying this. I know that <laughs> I, I can t- imagine that some people are like, Oh God, two months worth of zombies, but really it's, they're never the same. Like True. all of our episodes are going to be a little different because the movies we've picked are, I think, pretty wide-reaching in scope. I have to go back and revise because now that I know Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is out there, I have to figure out how we're going to fit that in. We have to. It's just so good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, all the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek Podcast, Tea Time with Kitty and Chelsea, Disney Forever, You Can't Stop Me Love It, K-Pop, The Nerdberg Review, JRPGs and Me, Dragon Quest FM, As the Dice Roll, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek, and Sometimes Rob. And also catch our newest podcast, Farming Simulated. Also, check out our Twitch streamers, Capsule J, Bama Shocks, and Troidal Power, and Gein, and make sure to join us in Slack or Discord, where you can chat with us in real time. You can currently find us at geek2.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geek2.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geek2.com, or me personally at Epic Rays. Katie, where can we find you? Um, well, if you want to listen to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, you can find us basically everywhere. So Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Also, we have a website, uh, teatimewithkc.com. And then you can't stop me loving K-pop if you're totally into all the K-pop things. Um, our podcast is anchor.fm forward slash uh, loving K-pop podcast. And then we have Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts for both of those. So tea time with KC and then for K-pop it's loving K-pop pod is mm-hmm. our thing. And then if you want to follow me, you can, I also tweet about K-pop and politics. So if you want both of those things, <laughs> um, you can follow me at, at, at lady Catherine P on Twitter and Instagram. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me um, on our first episode of Lots and Lots of Zombies. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun couple of episodes. And for all of you listening out there, remember this week, keep it geek. Geek.